Hello and welcome to another day in the news. This is Glens Falls Today Morning Brief. Our top story today talks of merging the Greater Glens Falls Transit System into the Capital District Transit Authority. I'm Gary Scott and today is Wednesday, January 25th, 2023. Other stories in our morning brief today, an employee of Warren County Social Services receives a special honor, the Glens Falls City School Board receives updates on potential changes to the school's reading curriculum, and the African American Film Forum set to return for its 24th year at Crandall Public Library next month. But first, before we get into our stories, I want to let you know that if you are looking for a place to advertise your local business, Glens Falls today could be the perfect solution. Our goal is to provide free and convenient access to important local news, but more importantly, we want to support and represent our community. And what better way to do that than by helping to spread the word about the great local businesses in the greater Glens Falls area. For example, I would like to say a quick thank you to one of our community partners, Sky Zone Trampoline Park in Queensbury. Sky Zone can set you up with a great birthday party for your kids and less hassle for you parents. They also offer general admission tickets and memberships with exclusive discounts and access to member-only events. And if you own a business in the area as well, you could advertise with us on our website or even right here with me on The Morning Brief. For more information, head over to our website at glensfallstoday.com and thank you for making Glens Falls Today your source for free local news. A Warren County Social Services employee who goes to great lengths to help her clients was granted an award last week by the Warren County Board of Supervisors. According to Sun Community News, Carolyn Darcy of Lake George, a case manager for Warren County Department of Social Services, was named County Employee of the Month by the Board of Supervisors at their monthly meeting. County Social Services Commissioner Chris Hanchett said that Darcy, who counsels residents at Countryside Adult Home in Warrensburg, was compassionate, very caring, dedicated to her work, and a real pleasure to work with. Darcy started working for the county in 2017 as a welfare examiner before being promoted in 2021 to her current position. Hanchett said, quote, Carolyn has been a real gem. She is driven not just to meet the needs of our residents, but to improve their quality of life. Hanchett also read a memo from Countryside Director Amy McBurne describing Darcy's attributes, which said, quote, Her enthusiasm and positive attitude are contagious not only with residents, but also with her co-workers. In this memo, McBurn noted that Darcy had recently advocated for resident of Countryside, quote, as if she were her own mother. McBurn stated the woman had just been told she was terminally ill, and Darcy cheered her up by taking her out for ice cream. McBurn's letter then added that on the day that woman sadly passed away, Carolyn had been on her way to a wedding, and it said, quote, No one expected for her to drop everything and rush to the hospital, but that's exactly what she did. She made sure the woman knew she was loved and how brave she was. McBurn said Darcy's actions were admirable, adding, quote, It is Carolyn's heart that makes her such a wonderful case manager and such a valuable employee. Hatchett concluded his award presentation by describing how Darcy's attitude was uplifting to others. He said, quote, She raises spirits among countryside residents and improves morale among the staff, as well as throughout our department. To me, she sounds like the kind of person this world needs to see more of. Tammy Silvernell and Amanda Sims recently updated the Glens Falls City School Board on curriculum and possible changes to the district's reading program. 
According to the Post-Star, at the board's January 9th meeting, Silvernell, the director of curriculum and instruction, and Sims, a literacy coach, delivered a presentation about the science of reading and how the school's reading curriculum has been in the process of piloting new programs in the classroom. The science of reading was described as nothing new by Silvernell when it comes to a reading curriculum. She and Sims said that the science of reading dives into two categories, structured and balanced literacy. Silvernell said, quote, this program is a combination of not only educational research, but also neuroscience, psychology, linguistics. They all come together at this point of what happens in a learner's brain when they learn to read. Sims added that the science of reading is more of an approach than a program, saying, quote, It is emphasized as explicit systematic teaching of the important components of literacy. The components are foundational skills, decoding, chronological awareness, phonics, and higher level reading skills like reading comprehension and writing. She then said that balanced literacy has been used by the district for the past five years and has shown its effectiveness. She said it is a balance of teacher-led reading and writing instruction with independent learning. She then said, quote, Our data indicates that we are missing one important piece of explicit systematic teaching of phonics, so that's what we are working on to bring into the district to align with what we are moving with for reading right now. The Post-Star reports Silvernell and Sims have weekly meetings every Friday with school superintendent Chrislyn Dengler to go over findings from during the week when it comes to the science of reading. And there have also been classroom visits made to surrounding school districts. Silvernell said, quote, We have in-house several classrooms that are doing pilot programs of science and reading products. What we are hoping to do is narrow the very broad field of products and have our teachers have an opportunity to weigh in on things based on what their research is, what they're experiencing in their classroom pilot, what works, and what pilot seems to be the best fit. Now before we get to our top story, I want to remind you again that you could advertise your business with us at glensfallstoday.com or right here on The Morning Brief. As our business continues to grow and develop, we strive to help other local businesses do the same. We want to help you spread the word about the great services that you have to offer our community. For more information, visit our website at glensfallstoday.com. The Greater Glens Falls Transit System, or GGFT, is, much like this podcast, greater than just Glens Falls, serving other areas like Lake George and Queensbury to the north, as well as Hudson Falls and Fort Edward to the east. The system helps Glens Falls locals get to and from work, and it also provides extra services during the lake's busy summer seasons. Looking ahead, News 10 reports the transit system may soon get some help of its own, as it continues to serve the community. During his State of the City address last week, Glens Falls Mayor Bill Collins announced that the city is in talks to merge the GGFT with the Capital District Transit Authority, or CDTA, which operates public transit around Albany, Schenectady, and currently as far north as Saratoga. This merge would reportedly help the currently city-run system to thrive while streamlining the resources that CDTA already shares. Mayor Collins said, quote, To have a city-run transportation authority is an anomaly. It's really small. As far as transportation systems go, it's tiny. We've struggled over the last several years, especially during COVID, to keep drivers and keep routes going. Recently, the city had to suspend three bus routes outright for the first time in memory, including the pandemic. Routes 4, 11, and 12, connecting Glens Falls with Hudson Falls and Upper Glen Street respectively, have been halted and another altered due to a bus driver shortage that, News 10 reports, did not come out of nowhere. Gaps in the driver fleet have come up before, and when they have, CDTA has been there to lend a hand. 
The Albany-based Transit Authority has previously provided GGFT with drivers for the bright red summertime trolleys that run vacationers and summer workers to the village of Lake George, a need which grew when the pandemic took its own specific toll on those staff. In 2021, Glens Falls and Warren County at large became dotted with green bikes rentable by app as part of CDPHP Cycle, a program which CDTA also operates. The two groups have been in talks over the merger idea for a while, but much work still lies ahead. The details will take time to work out, specifically when it comes to making sure the organization has all the resources it needs to cover a new region. The good news is that GGFT's current staff would stay right where they are. CDTA Communications Director Jamie Kozlow said, quote, There are a few logistical issues that need to be worked through to make all of this work, but we are definitely prepared to take on the extra routing and service. A lot of the service will be operated by the vehicles and people GGFT currently employs, so it's not like they're starting from scratch. Kozlow says that ownership of the Glens Falls systems would not make any major changes to the existing routes and times that locals rely on, and the CDTA is no stranger to expansion. News 10 reports last year the organization expanded service into Montgomery County for the first time, running bus service to the city of Amsterdam. In its first few months, that system has seen steady growth, and the CDTA is still working to increase awareness. For the city, the merger creates an opportunity for potential future growth that wouldn't exist otherwise. GGFT is largely powered by state and federal dollars, as well as small contributions from the communities connected to it. GGFT also carries a legacy which the city wants to protect. The system was founded by the late Ed Bartholomew, former leader of the Warren County Economic Development Corporation and a titan of industry and economic growth in Glens Falls. Mayor Collins said, quote, It's about maintaining those services and hopefully growing them over time, but when you're doing something like this, you can't commit to any growth. You just want to make sure you don't limit or eliminate any services over time. The Greater Glens Falls Transit System connects Glens Falls, South Glens Falls, Queensbury, Lake George, Hudson Falls, Kingsbury, Fort Edward, and Moreau, and the system transports an estimated 320,000 people or more annually. It also operates FAME, a special express transport service for residents with physical disabilities and mobility restrictions. And finally, Crandall Public Library is set to host its annual African American Film Forum in person for the first time since the pandemic. According to the Post Star, every Tuesday during Black History Month in February, at 6.30pm, there will be a free screening of a movie centered around social injustice in the library's Christine L. McDonald community room. After each film, Lee Braggs, vice president of the Glens Falls branch of the NAACP, will lead the participants in a discussion on the issues presented in the film, according to a library news release. Crandall Public Library has been partnering with the NAACP for over 20 years to host this forum. Jennifer Boyer, the library's head of adult services, said, quote, We are excited to partner once again with the NAACP to show progressive films that evoke contemplation and discussion. One new feature of the forum this year, the library is introducing a film for children during the February school break. On February 21st at 2.30pm, Braggs will be in attendance to answer questions during and after the viewing of Black Girl in Suburbia. The library's program calendar is available on their website, crandolllibrary.org, where you can also find a description of each film in the forum. And that is all I've got for the morning brief today. Again, I'm Gary Scott for Glens Falls Today, and as always, Thank you for listening. Our goal for the Morning Brief is to provide you with quick and convenient access to the most important news around the Greater Glens Falls area. So if you love the show, you can support us by subscribing, leaving a 5-star review, 
and recommending us to a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll be back tomorrow morning with more local news you need to know. I'm Gary Scott, and this is Glens Falls Today Morning Brief.